Hey everybody, Anil here from Live, Breathe, Believe. Hope you've had a great week. Um, I'm quite excited about today's topic. It's it's going to require me to to think a bit differently, and I hope it challenges you to do the same. Um, I just had my annual review, uh, my appraisal. Um, you know, we have these twice a year, right? You have a mid-year review where you share your progress after what you've delivered from a business perspective, personal, team, coaching, uh, where you're trying to go above and beyond. You know, you take on feedback, things that you could be doing better, things that you can improve. Um, it's, a, it's a great moment um, to receive feedback and, and hopefully get some honest, direct uh, feedback that allows you to, to improve. Um, you know, and, and I was actually just thinking, and this is a bit of a side note, you know, we do that every year, twice a year, four times a year um, on, on the work front, but it's kind of funny how we, I don't know if we ever really do that at home. Um, you know, we, we don't really do a personal appraisal. You know, what kind of partner or parent, son or daughter or friend are we? Um, some may already provide some ongoing feedback to you. Uh, others may not. Um, and what I think about that is, you know, when you get your professional appraisal, it determines your annual bonus or your, your merit increase in your salary. Um, a personal appraisal, uh, it could actually tell you if you're a good parent or a bad parent and if you'll be using that bonus one day to pay for um, maybe marriage counseling or, or, or therapy for your kids. Um, so, hey, I, I think it's, it's an interesting one when we think about what appraisals mean. When I had mine, you know, I really tried to sit down and, and self-reflect and understand you know, where, where the year went and, and what went well and what could have gone better. Um, but what was interesting was the outcome of the appraisal. And one of the conversations I had with my managers, which talked about the, the, the dynamic between what you project externally versus what you feel internally. And I think this is quite powerful because, you know, when you think about it, you hope that there's no inner versus external. If anything, it's an inner multiplied by an external. So what you feel inside is what you're projecting outside. And I think if we're all honest with ourselves, I'm going to put my hands up. I don't feel sometimes I'm as aligned with how I feel inside and what I want to do and what I think in my body, in my mind, versus maybe what I say or share externally. And that conflict can sometimes drain us, create friction, or make us say or do things that we actually don't mean. uh, And it takes us away from maybe what our true purpose is. Um, and so I wanted to kind of dive into that today and, and kind of talk to you guys about, you know, how do we get your internal and external being to be in sync so they're not competing with each other and they're not eroding who you are um, both within and, the, you know, in the eyes of, of peers, family, friends, uh, coworkers around you. So on that note, you know, I kind of think about w- where this came from in my appraisal. And, you know, the, you know, one of the comments made was, hey, Neil, I think sometimes you might uh, say something externally that, you know, you don't have the answer to a question and that you're going to listen and take it on board. And then you're going to come back with an answer. And you, you project externally confidence and calm. And that's great. But then they challenge me, go, well, what really happens inside your mind? And I kind of I thought about this was a moment of vulnerability with my managers. I said, you know what, guys, I do feel that I I start to churn in my head internally. I start to question or overthink or second guess, you know, the comment I just made. Um, I might be thinking, well, wait, 
I, do I need to come back with an answer to this? Shouldn't I already have an answer to this? Uh, maybe I need to learn how to do this. Well, wait, how quickly can I learn or get to know this and come back? And it starts to eat away at you and it really starts to drain you and distracts you and it takes your focus off uh, what you're trying to do, what you're trying to deliver. Um, and so, I, you know, it's, it's one of those where I thought, okay, I, I reflected on this and I thought, okay, what is it that I need to do? Um, how do I need to work to ensure that I've got confidence in what I believe in, um, that I have confidence in what I feel inside and what I'm projecting externally? And how can I work to ensure that they're in sync? And I, the more I thought about it, it brought me back to my values. And I think it's something that I really encourage for those of you that don't know your values to, to spend some time just jotting down on a piece of paper, what are your top three to five values? Um, now, let me share my values with you. Uh, here are just a few that I worked on um, last year. Um, and, I'll, and I'll come back to the process I went through to, to get there. But um, the first value that I have is love. You know, and this guides my thoughts, uh, my, my desire around honesty, around relationships, you know, with family, with friends, with my significant other. Um, so love is an absolute paramount value to me. The second is transformation. And it's essentially, how do I grow and help others grow along the way? Um, now, these are two words, two quote-unquote values, that even though I knew what I felt, I actually have borrowed these two words from someone else. So feel free, if these relate to you and you're like, yep, those are two values that I can relate to and, and you can make it your own, go for it. Um, the third value is health and well-being. You know, it's things that I do to be in a positive state of mind, whether that's training, whether that's eating well, listening to podcasts, reading, um, it's, it's all about looking after my health and well-being so that I'm in a great state of mind to tackle any challenges or obstacles or make the most of positive situations around me. And the fourth value is recognition, um, both for myself and for others. And what's interesting is when I first saw this word recognition as one of my values or someone sharing that with me and saying, yeah, actually one of your values is recognition, I was a bit scared by that. I was like, wait a minute, but I don't want recognition or do I? And I think it's nice, it's, a, it's, it's, it's interesting. You don't, recognition doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. Yes, if you're constantly seeking the spotlight and you're doing things and you're driving um, fake behavior or non-authentic behavior to be recognized, then yes, that's not good. But if the fruits of the work you're doing gives recognition to people that work with you uh, or yourself, that that's brilliant. And that can really make you feel good and almost charge you up to do more and to take things to the next level. So I think I'm gonna pause here for a moment. So those are four values that I hold near and dear. And when I've had a conversation around values with friends of mine at the beginning of this year during an offsite, I kind of said, hey, there is a difference between values and behaviors or traits you exhibit. Now this gets a bit tricky, I'm no expert, but if someone says to me, well, honesty and truth is, is, is highly valuable to me, I think that actually those are more behaviors. You, you actually exhibit a behavior of honesty or telling the truth because something more important, something you hold near and dear to you, maybe that's being authentic, that actually is something that you, you, that you hold as a value and therefore the behavior that you exhibit is you know, being honest, being truthful. Um, and I, so I think that behaviors and traits, they stem from your values. 
and they drive your actions, your thoughts, and intentions. And I've, I've shared this a while back. You know, it's really important that your actions, your thoughts, and your intentions are all linked and all um, connected, and there's no, there's no disconnect. And I think if those three are in sync and they stem from your values, I think you've got a powerful inner being that will exhibit externally who you truly are and what you're looking to, uh, to offer and gift to the world. So let me take a personal example on relationships. So normally when we talk about values, we, we, we wanna write them down and go, ooh, here's a tip for dating. Meet someone that shares your values. And I want to say I've done that, but I've been on it. If I'm honest, I've been fooling myself. There were times where uh, attraction drove my dating behavior, or you know, and that eventually fizzles out. You know, you realize okay, there's only so much there, and then you think, ooh, conversation—that's what I need. And you know, you're able to converse on certain levels, but then that fizzles out. All I can say is, imagine if the root, the foundation, is in sync. I don't think there's anything more powerful than, 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 yes, sharing values or having common values or at least nurturing each other's values that allow you to be who you really want to be and therefore those actions, thoughts, and intentions naturally come out effortlessly and you can have a healthier relationship with a partner. Um, and that's what I have now. I feel like with, with my girlfriend, Anika, we do have certain values that are similar and we probably have different values as well, but where we're similar, that really has given us a really strong, effortless foundation that I want to nurture. Uh, and, and because of that, it allows me to be really honest and upfront and, and really natural with her in terms of my actions, thoughts, and intentions. Now, you can also apply this to work. You know, I love what I do at Nike. You know, it's aligned to my values. The culture's aligned to my values. You know, I spend, we all spend maybe 20, 30, 40, 50 plus hours a week at our job. Um, I do not encourage hours over 40, but hey, if you have to, you have to. But if it's in line with your values and you're able to motivate yourself um, to really genuinely do what you love, there's nothing better. You know, if you're, if you're driven by extrinsic um, values or extrinsic uh, rewards, you know, you're, you're, you're going to eventually putter out. You're not going to really survive, you know, that marathon of life. You know, you, you may manage a sprint, but the, in my opinion, life is a marathon. And so finding a job, a role, a team, um, something that you're doing day to day that really is in line with your values, I think, again, will allow your inner self and what you do externally to really work closer in harmony and make you a more effective and successful and happy individual. So, you know, I think that, um, I think I've made this, made, I've shared this with you. So if there's a disconnect between your, your values, your inner being and your external being, you're going to experience that conflict. And eventually it's going to show. People will catch on to it. Uh, there's only so far you'd be able to mask that. And, I, and I, I, uh, I, the reason why I also don't encourage that is it will chip away your authenticity. It will drain your battery. And you really don't want to be in this place. So here are a couple of challenges or, or invitations to, to all of you on the back of this. The first thing is I really do encourage you to determine, define, and share your values. You know, And that's really rooted in how you spend your time. And there are a few exercises out there that you can follow. And if you're keen to you know, understand what one or two of these exercises could be to, to crack your values, I'm happy to, to share a template that worked well for me. So drop me a line and I'm happy to help you there. The second is ask yourself if whatever you're doing personally, professionally, or both 
Are they in line with your values? You know, I really encourage you, don't, don't, let your, don't lie to yourself. Don't let your mind play tricks on you and, and make you believe that you're doing something that's right when in reality it's not. It may feel good on the outside, but there's that part of you on the inside that will, that will melt away. And you don't want that ice to melt because if that ice is your foundation and it melts, you've got nothing left to stand on. And the third is give yourself time to go through this process. You know, again, I just had my appraisal the other day and I still have to remind myself you have to find harmony between your inner and external being because only then you'll be much more powerful as a leader, as a peer, as a, as a partner, as a colleague. And that's what I want. Um, and so don't be hard on yourself if you feel there's that disconnect. Um, just reset. Go back to that little group of paper where you've written your values and kind of remind yourself, hey, is this still true? Has anything changed? Because I do believe that values can change. Uh, but at the same time, you have to have a starting point and know where you are. So if you can imagine that your inner and external self are in harmony and they're in sync and rooted in your values, I feel that rather than, and I purposely chose to call this podcast growth internal multiplied by external rather than growth internal versus external because you don't want the competition. You want the multiplier. Because I do feel if it multiplies, I feel the result for you could be exponential. And that's what you want out of your life. That's what you want to believe in. Um, I've been on this journey for, I've written here almost over a decade. I feel like it's been longer. And, I, and I'm starting to get the hang of it. And I hope that those of you that are younger than me, you can pick up on this, you know, values and then a harmony between your inner and external being in order for you to be that much more effective and uh, what you do and more and, and in, a, in a more positive state of mind in what you do. Um, so hey, I invite you to, to uh, develop this awareness, to develop your values, to find that harmony. Um, I hope this was helpful. Um, I'm feeling great and uh, I look forward to chatting with all of you again soon. Until then, take care and big hugs.